Good evening, afternoon, night, morning, whenever you find your way to watch or listen to this podcast. It is me, Omar of Hardware, and we're about, I think, exactly a month away from uh, the kickoff of college football season, and I'm joined by uh, an old friend of the podcast. We have UTEP Zay, Zay Galindo, joining me uh, to talk some UTEP ball. I mean, it's it's media day season, and, uh, you know, amidst other big college uh, athletic news happening, uh, we're not talking about that news, but rather um, a statement made by uh, Sam Houston State coach Casey Keeler. So, Zay, thanks for coming on, man. Uh, how's everything going? Everything's going great. Um, I'm I'm ready for college football. I'm ready for football in general. Yeah, we all are, I, and I mean, like, thankfully, it's not a it's not as much of a gap as uh, I, I guess us waiting for football because the USFL just finished. Um, the CFL is holding us over. And as well as uh, the indoor football league has their playoffs right now. So plenty of football to go around. But I mean, uh, of course, you know, we're both college football guys. So, you know, that, that's what we long for the most. So, I mean, yeah, but but we're almost there for sure. Yeah, you know, this uh, this last spring I got into Mexican college football. I mean, I was that down bad. So, <laughs> hey, I don't see it as being down bad. I see it as broadening your horizons. Um, and, and I mean, uh, El, I mean, El Paso is going to have a team um, that's going to be playing like Mexican teams next year um, with the uh, I think I know it's LFA. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it stands for, but um, but I'm excited for, I guess, pro football coming to El Paso. So even more football, you know, the more the merrier. More the merrier. I love it. Yeah. So with that being said, uh, our topic today, of course, Conference USA Media Day, as I mentioned uh, earlier. And uh, yesterday, Casey Keeler made a quote about, uh, I don't know how it was prompted, whether a reporter asked him about it or not, but he made a quote about the uh, UTEP series with Sam Houston State and saying that he wants to make UTEP a rival. And uh, they've had talks about them being a neutral side game. So first, I, I want to know your opinion on first Sam Houston State being a potential rival for UTEP and then also the game being potentially played at a neutral site. Yeah, you know, the the Sam Houston uh state rivalry that could be, you know, I look I look at that kind of like how I look at, you know, North Texas and UTSA, you know, in-state conference rivals that I think UTEP fans in the past took for granted. I mean, down the stretch, these past couple of games with North Tex North Texas, whether it was football or basketball, I mean, they were really heated. They got really, you know, they were fun college athletic games. And I think a lot of UTEP fans did not want to kind of admit that they were, you know, they were basically conference rivals. And um, I'd love for Sam Houston State to be a conference rival of the minors. Yeah, I'd have to agree because, I mean, it's funny that you mentioned UTSA and North Texas. Um, now with the current alignment of Conference USA, there really aren't those like fun trips across Texas for UTEP fans to take. I mean, there's just that trip to uh, Sam to Sam Houston State in Huntsville, Texas, with Huntsville being about an hour or so away from um, from from Houston. But again, not exactly Houston and not exactly the Houston Metro. So definitely would be great for them to be a rivalry. I can see uh, UTEP fans showing out for that game. And um, I can see um, Sam Houston State fans showing out for uh, the UTEP game as well, um, as they have a very strong fan base and they're very excited about the FBS move. But uh, it's a good point about about taking them for granted, because I feel like that's happened uh, every step along the way in the in this realignment wave. I mean, if you go back to um, to. SMU, as I wrote in my article, SMU leaving uh, Conference USA for the American. That's one rival from the the WAC days, from back when SMU joined the WAC. Um, that you know that left um, S, I guess UTEP without really a rival in conference. 
and then now North Texas. Um, granted, you know, that rivalry wasn't really known across the country or didn't really have many uh, big games, uh, except for like one game in 2020 where the Myrtle Beach Bowl was up for grabs. But aside from that, like not really any big games, but still a fun atmosphere. And the same thing with the uh, UTSA as well, going to be American. So I'm all for it, honestly. Um, but part of me as well as appears kind of, kind of, hurts seeing rivalries have to be manufactured, you know, in this current landscape of college football. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, um, I just, you know, when I look at this whole realignment and everything, I was, I was talking to a couple of UTEP fans who, you know, they're, they're a little older than me. They were just talking about, Hey, there was just, you know, maybe 15 years ago, we were starting to consider Houston a rival, and now they're, they're in the big 12. So it's just like a lot of them feel left behind a lot of the, a lot of UTEP fans are just, you know, they're they're not they're not as in it as they usually uh as they usually were. Yeah, and I mean I don't blame them because I mean it's great that New Mexico State is in conference for the first time in I think over 60 years uh with UTEP. I mean I think that's amazing. It's great for college football, but you look at the rest of the conference, it is hard for um for UTEP fans to be excited with uh Liberty uh FAFIU um you know uh who else I guess Kennesaw State coming in the conference as well uh it's hard for them to get excited too I mean when you when you just look at like you said them being left behind by you know Houston or former former WAC rivals you know in the Mountain West that have uh, since you know been in the Mountain West and even the Pac-12 when you talk about Utah so it it, it is a, it is um sad but I, I mean you got to make lemons out of lemonade uh for sure so I mean you know, hopefully, hopefully, uh, I guess, I, I guess San Houston State would benefit more from uh, having a rivaling conference than UTEP because, of course, we mentioned the New Mexico State rivalry being a thing. But yeah, like I, I'm definitely all for it. Uh, now for um the second part of Casey Keeler's statement about the game being played at a neutral site. Uh, I, I want to know, I guess, in general, are you a fan of neutral site games that aren't the traditional ones, whether it's like Florida, Georgia, Oklahoma, Texas, or Army, Navy? Are you a fan of those neutral site games, or do you prefer uh, having games uh, kept on on campus? Um, Well, I'm a big on-campus guy. I even think games like Florida and Georgia, I think those games would be electric on campus. But um, I wouldn't be opposed to that game being played in NRG. I think uh, there's a there's a whole lot of UTEP alum in Houston, so that'd be a nice game for them to get out to. Now that Rice is out, you know, it's kind of tough for them to get to games. And um, I wouldn't mind it. I know a lot of UTEP fans are like, hey, you're giving up a, a home game basically to Sam Houston State every year, even though it's like, you know, I guess an hour away from Huntsville. But I wouldn't mind it. I think it would help with recruiting, uh, get that Houston alumni, that that fan base over there, get them a chance to watch some games. I definitely would not be opposed to it. Yeah, and I mean, I think it's great too. It would be a flashback, of course, um, to the two thousand four Houston Bowl. You know that that Utah so narrowly, I mean, almost beat Colorado in. But I mean, it's a good point as well. Like, all, like I guess getting in touch with those alumni bases, those alumni pockets that you have uh, around the country, around the state of Texas, and especially with Rice being gone too. And the good thing with Sam Houston State is, um. I don't know if any Rice fans are going to go after me if I say this, but I I really feel like Rice's fan base is kind of apathetic for the most part. Um, and, and I mean, that's like not really a bad thing because like they're a private school. They're one of the smallest enrolled schools in uh in the FBS. So it's like you can't really blame them. But um, I, I just don't think that UTEP and Rice was ever really a rivalry just because Rice was just kind of their, you know, the program just kind of has an air of apathy around them. Uh, I respect a lot of the things they've done, you know, throughout this millennium, uh, you know, ending their bowl, their bowl drought. But 
Sam Houston State fans are much more, they care much more than Rice fans, uh, from what I feel. Uh, so NRG Stadium, I think, would be a great venue. I guess, what are your thoughts on maybe a kind of meeting in the middle? Like, I mean, I guess, I guess, I guess Dallas would kind of be a middle point, even though it's like not really, but that's kind of like the, I guess, the big city, you know, that would kind of serve as like that kind of like halfway point between both schools. Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of tough, like for El Paso, you know, anywhere in the middle of El Paso, if you go west, I guess you have Phoenix, but obviously Sam Houston State, that doesn't work, right? So you try to go towards uh, Huntsville, and, you know, the biggest city in between, I guess, is, you know, San Angelo, and that's not going to work at all. So I think Dallas would be a nice venue as well. Uh, there's, there's a lot of UTEP alum everywhere, and, you know, if you want to recruit Texas, Dallas is the place to do it. So, yeah, that'd be a great, that'd be a great venue. And I mean, I want to go deeper into some of the venues in Texas Excel. Uh, my article that I wrote that I'll link uh, below, I had the Cotton Bowl as like my number one option. And I know it's kind of tough. I mean, as as we witness as, you know, football fans seeing all these new stadiums built, it's clearly a different time in, in stadiums where we aren't really appreciating these older stadiums where we're always looking for the most state-of-the-art stadium. And I mean, these designs kind of reflect that, where these designs are futuristic, um, and, you know, honestly, I have my own feelings about, about retractable roofs and whatnot. Um, but, you know, stuff like that, you know. So, I mean, the Cotton Bowl is my – I mean, they're my number one option to host a game of this magnitude, followed by either one of the, the Rangers' ballparks slash former ballparks. So, I mean, I want to know your thoughts on that. Yeah, you know, uh, I agree with you. You know, these new these new uh, stadiums, they look cool and all, but there's nothing like, you know, the old feel of a, a nice stadium kind of – can't get the word for it, but it just it's it brings a, a home feeling to me whenever I that's why I like the stumble so much. You know, it's it's so it feels so old, you know, it, it, it just gives me good, good vibes, good energy. So, yeah, combo would be amazing. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, like and I, I don't I don't know how much optics plays a factor because certainly there'll be like a lot of empty seats in the Cotton Bowl. But I mean, the experience itself uh, would definitely be great. And I mean, the Cotton Bowl only hosts two games a year. They've tried, I wouldn't say desperately, to get other games in the in the stadium, other college games. I know in 2013, Army played Louisiana Tech out in the cotton out in the cotton bowl game. I wish I could have made, but I mean I was just freshman in high school. But uh and then like a few years later, um, they invited New Mexico and, and Air Force, where New Mexico, I mean, in their heyday, their Bob Davy heyday, beat Air Force to the Cotton Bowl. So they're always trying to get, I feel like they're always trying to get more games to that stadium because it's kind of just uh there for Oklahoma, Texas, and Prairie View Grambling. Uh, so I guess I guess moving on to uh, I mean, what do you think about the Rangers ballparks, whether it be Choctaw Stadium, the old ballpark for the Rangers, or Globe Live Field uh, hosting a game of this magnitude? I wouldn't be opposed to any of those three. I think a lot of UTEP fans would like that as well. Um, yeah, I would not be opposed to any of those three. I would definitely try to get out there. It'd be an amazing experience to watch the game in one of those three ballparks. And um, it's something that, you know, I'm not saying it could happen, but I mean, I don't see why not. Like I, I know there's a lot of obstacles they have to overcome, but if you're looking for a neutral site game, any of those four in general would, would work. So my, my question is to, I guess, um, kind of tying this into another topic. So looking back at UTEP's bowl history, um, 
the last bowl that what the last bowl appearance that wasn't in the New Mexico Bowl for UTEP was way back in 2005 in the GMAC, which is you know now the Mobile Alabama slash 68 Ventures Bowl. I mean, a lot of people probably still call it the Lending Tree or whatever bowl, but the bowl in Mobile was the last time that UTEP played a, a postseason game outside of the state of New Mexico. Do you think with this in mind that UTEP fans would travel to Sam Houston State to see, I guess, you okay, I guess to see UTEP play in an NFL stadium or see them play in Dallas and get that coveted um, you know, I guess neutral side appearance in the DFW. Oh yeah. I think they would travel. Obviously, like I said, the alumni that's in that area, they'd have a chance to go out there too. You know, they always show out, you know, North Texas, they would show out in Denton, which is just outside of Dallas. Like I said, Rice. So I think they would show out. And I think, of course, fans from here would also travel. Um, I think UTEP would travel for for any bowl game and any neutral, not any neutral side game, but I definitely think any bowl game. I think this fan base is just starving for some wins. And um, if UTEP's winning, I mean, they'll travel. They'll, they'll, They'll pack out. Yeah, so I mean, my question with that, I mean, you're more in, more in tune with the the UTEP community than I am. Uh, always hoping to get more plugged in, you know, to uh to both uh both neutral or both uh both border borderland schools, whether it be a uh, UTEP or New Mexico State. Um, you know, as a neutral party, of course. But but um, I guess um the pulse around the uh, UTEP fans, like, were they the past two years when they're in the bowl mix, were they craving more for? Uh, a, a, you know, a DFW bowl appearance, whether that be in the first responder on forces bowl or Frisco bowl or uh, more for like a New Mexico bowl appearance. It's like easier to travel to. Um, I think the fan base would be split on that. I think they're more craving a bowl outside of the New Mexico bowl. I mean, I'm, I'm tired of it and I've literally only been able to watch three, you know, three of the bowls that I've watched are in the New Mexico bowl and I'm already tired of it. So I can only imagine you know, how other fans feel. Um, I definitely think they would they would love to have a bowl somewhere in Texas. But, you know, this past year, they were, you know, UTEP would go to the, was going to go to the Hawaii Bowl if they had beaten UTSA. And fans were super excited about that. So I definitely think fans are tired of the New Mexico Bowl. But I don't think they would mind being in the New Mexico Bowl again. It's so easy to travel to. It's like four hours north of El Paso. So I think they are tired of it, but I don't think they would mind going back. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I feel like there's always a balance too between like being able to travel and like having like a once in a, uh, I wouldn't say a lifetime, but you know, a rare appearance, you know, in a in a bowl of that magnitude, seeing your team play in the postseason in the DFW. I mean, it, it is great, honestly, too. Uh, I mean, if you if you close your eyes, you can just imagine it being the Cotton Bowl, since I mean, you're in Dallas anyway, so you're in Dallas, Fort Worth anyway. So I mean, uh, that's always a plus to that. So I guess um, closing out, I want to ask about because I mean, you know, we're we're a month away from the season. We're talking about neutral site games and bowl games. Um, I guess if UTEP goes bowling, like where where do you think they would end up? Because for me, I think I I think um, I guess hope like. Hopeful, wishful thinking I had if either New Mexico State or UTEP goes bowling this year. I've been going to the New Orleans Bowl, the prestigious New Orleans Bowl, probably the most prestigious bowl in the Conference USA lineup this year. So I guess where where would you have UTEP ending up come bowl season if they do hit the six-win plateau? That's tough. You know, I don't want to be basic, give you the basic answer, but I would say the New Mexico Bowl again. I think, you know, just the way that this team is shaped out, they're looking about seven, maybe eight wins if you if you really, you know, hit your stride on time. And I think that'll be I think that's just gonna give you another New Mexico Bowl appearance. 
And I don't mind it. I don't think fans mind it either. You know, we talked about that. But, yeah, I would say the New Mexico Bowl. Yeah, I mean, I see, I kind of disagree because, like, you know, they just went two years ago. And, I mean, I I'm, I don't know if the organizers want to overuse UTEP. So, I mean, I think that the Frisco Bowl would – this would be the year if they do hit ball eligibility to hit the Frisco Bowl um, with it being early on in the bowl season with them never appearing in, you know, that bowl game. And it, and it kind of being like a lower stakes bowl because I know um, – I think ESPN, if uh, if hopefully Army ends up making a bowl game this year, I feel like they'll be placed in like the Armed Forces Bowl, the first responders bowl against the Power Five team, because I feel like, excuse me, I feel like you know ESPN likes pairing academies against you know Power Five teams or like top notch group of five teams, you know, because I mean it's one of those everybody loves the troops types thing type thing. So I mean in that case, I would see um, UTEP going to the Frisco Bowl if they hit the plateau. Long story short. Yeah, I could definitely see that happening. Um, I wouldn't mind the Frisco Bowl as well. Uh, UTEP fans would love that. Uh, UTEP fans, like I said, you know, they're, they're tired of the New Mexico Bowl, but they won't. They'll travel to it anyways. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm really excited for the season. I think it's a really fun team on paper. You know, they have a lot of uh, players from El Paso. So that's another thing. You know, you're you're really tapping into that pipeline locally. And I think fans will show out. I think I think the Sun Bowl is going to be a really fun venue. And um, I'm ready for those for those midweek games. <laughs> I'm ready for those midweek games. Yeah, you and me both. I'm, I'm excited, too. I mean, I, I just hope that I'm not working or in training on those nights or, yeah, on those nights. But, um, yeah, I am so excited for these weeknight games as well. Um, Zay, do you have anything to plug? I know that you started a site recently, and I didn't plug um, your, I guess, the exact radio station that you, uh, you, you uh, plug in with at times. Yeah, you know, um, um, I did start a site, a recruiting database for uh, UTEP fans. You know, it's uh, re- really easy to get to. It's updated almost weekly, so, you know, you don't have to struggle on 24-7 arrivals. You know, maybe they sometimes forget about smaller schools. So, yeah, it's called Minor Strikes. It's on my Twitter page. And, um, yeah, I'm usually on the air for uh, 600 ESPN El Paso. Yeah, so I will put those links in the bio as well. And I mean, even if you're a Conference USA fan, a Group of Five fan, if you want a a finger on the pulse of uh, of recruiting the Group of Five or in Conference USA, his site is a must look at. It's I mean, it's great. It's greatly organized. I I mean, it's really been a resource for me. And uh, as well, I mean, 600 El Paso. I mean, you know, Zay's doing great work. No matter, I mean. Well, I mean, with, with everything he's doing. So, I mean, he's been a resource, I mean, for, for me on this podcast, helped me learn more. And, I mean, greatly appreciate his work or your work. <laughs> I'm talking to the viewers. It's weird. Oh, man, I appreciate it. Um, I love your content. I love uh, being on the podcast. It's awesome. So, uh, thank you. Yeah, thank you again, Zay, for coming on, you know, right after work so late. I mean, I really appreciate it. And just talking about neutral site games and talking about UTEP potentially having a new rival in this uh, brave new Conference USA world that they're entering. Uh, do you have anything final to add? Um, Nope, I'm just I'm excited for some college football. It's, it's a, like you said, it's a month away, a month away. So let's get it. Yep, and with that, just about a month and some change until we see UTEP take the field in those 1988 Independence Bowl uniforms against UIW that they just revealed today. I know tomorrow before work, I will be, you know, I'll, I'll be heading over to the bookstore to get my jersey because I wasn't in El Paso when they dropped the Texas Western jerseys. I'm not missing my chance now. So, I mean, I, I'll be doing everything I can to get one of those jerseys. But, you know, that being said, 
Thank you, Zay, for coming on. Thank you, uh, UTEP fans and Conference USA fans, for tuning in. Share this as well. Um, I know All for One Conference USA is uh is trying to be the uh trying to rally around all the Conference USA fan bases, and uh, it's hard. You know, he's beefing with every Sun Belt fan. So share this if you can. And until next time, everyone, peace, love, and soul.